customers have higher expectations. We have a digital reflex. 50% of the world came online. We've got the next 50% to go. We need visibility so that we focus on what matters most and what is really important. Hey everyone, it's Sonia Jacob, and I'm one of the hosts of Shifting Left, a podcast brought to you by AppDynamics, the number one application performance monitoring solution on the market today. See why thousands of enterprise customers choose AppDynamics for delivering world-class application experiences at www.appdynamics.com. Today, we're talking cloud, and we're joined by a very special guest, Vikram Parma, our resident cloud expert and, incidentally, host of the Shifting Left Build series. We're going to be talking about managing hybrid cloud environments, some of the challenges related to monitoring performance, and learn more about Vikram's perspective on the future of cloud. Vikram, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me, Sonia. Awesome. So let's just jump right into it. When it comes to the cloud, there's obviously a lot to think about. But one of the things I wanted to do today is get your reaction to a couple of particular stats I found. First one is, according to Gartner, 67% of enterprise IT infrastructure and software spending will be for cloud this year. The second one is coming from research from Sky High Networks, and it states that the so-called rogue cloud usage for IT teams is often 10 times larger than IT estimates. Hearing those two stats kind of makes me wonder, what should IT teams be worried about with regard to cloud and how should they go about taking back control of the cloud? Yeah, that's a, that's a very common scenario, Sonia. What I have seen generally with IT teams is that they do not forecast their usage, which translates to the cost. So cost explosion is one of the biggest surprises of using cloud services. And typically during cloud migration, majority of the workloads moved to cloud based on lift and shift, which is the easiest and the fastest way to move to cloud as part of their digital transformation journey. But what ends up happening is IT teams estimate something smaller based on the budget allocation. Everybody wants to do something big with smaller investments. At the same time, what ends up happening is there are not proper cogs in place for you to identify when certain thresholds are met, you basically get notified. So the budgeting and allocation are some of the factors that come out of this cost explosion issue. So most IT teams basically fail to set up these allocations uh, with cloud vendors. And what, what they struggle is they think that whatever estimation they do for on-prem is going to be functional for cloud, but it's not the case. So I would say when IT teams fail to have these proper budgets in place, it not only impacts their team, but the, the broader business because the performance is also impacted, which translates to poor brand and much bigger business impact. So it seems like we're seeing a bit of a need for a clearer alignment between what IT is actually doing and the business, right? And that means that IT sort of needs to play nice with key business stakeholders and vice versa. Is that accurate? Yeah, absolutely. Yes, it is definitely accurate. Have you ever experienced a scenario like this and how do you mitigate the effects of it when IT hasn't properly scoped resources needed? Yeah, so generally speaking, what ends up happening is when someone is exposed to cloud, the easiest way to get in is going to be like getting on-demand instances versus reserved instances, which costs you less, but it's just that you're committing to more instances ahead of time with your cloud vendors. What I have seen some IT teams do really well is start with spot instances or on-demand instances, try it out for a couple of months, and if that is functional, they draw a baseline of all the instance types and instance needs that are required for that specific business unit or applications. 
and then they start reserving those or at least create a baseline that if I need 10 instances on a monthly basis, that's my average, but I end up using 12 or 15, at least you will pay less money. That's what I have seen in the industry and that would be my recommendation. Got it. So switching gears just a little bit, we're all familiar with the phrase journey to the cloud and you've written a lot about the process, including talking through the different stages that people and businesses go through when they're on that journey to the cloud. But what I wanted to dig deeper on today is the issue of performance monitoring. Can you talk a little bit more about what stage of the journey APM comes in and what should IT be thinking about? Yeah, that's a great question, Sonia. Typically, most IT teams within organizations, they decide to acquire monitoring solution after workloads start moving to cloud. Now, they think that cloud-native monitoring solutions are good enough for them to gain that visibility. But what they fail to ignore the fact is that the workload that's still running on-prem is not being measured or monitored. Or even if it is measured and monitored, there is no way to stitch the data that is running on-premise versus cloud. My general analogy that I would give to my customers is it's like measuring ingredients after you put the cake batter in the cake. Even though you're making your favorite cake, but you fail to measure the right amount of ingredients for the right job, you basically would not get the cake that you're looking for. Ideally, you would measure every single ingredient, blend it together, and then put that in the baking tray to make that perfect cake. Awesome. So Vikram, you bring up this analogy of this cake and I'm really intrigued by it. What ingredients do you need to get there when it comes to the perfect cake in IT environments? Sure. So there are a couple of things that an IT team should consider while uh, moving to cloud or at least uh, planning to move to cloud. These steps are plan, you build your entire environment in the cloud, you migrate it. And as part of every single phase, you need to make sure that every aspect of it is measured. So you would need a solution like APM, like AppDynamics, where you can measure performances of all your applications before moving to cloud, where you have these baselines created for your applications. You can see the dependency format, where you can see how applications or services interact with each other. More often than not, I have actually seen IT teams discover some of the components that they never thought would be the interaction points for the applications that they plan to move to cloud without having that dependency in mind. So it does uncover a lot of dependencies when they are looking at the APM feature sets. And you should also have certain business KPIs. So if you have like top five or 10 KPIs that you should measure, could be response time, could be checkout experience, could be a buying process or whatnot. So there are various factors that come into picture but overall engage a monitoring solution right from the planning phase and not after the workload is moved to cloud. So it sounds like to me, what you're saying is early on in this like cloud journey, it really does make sense to actually have an APM solution from the get-go, is that fair to say? That is accurate, yes. So one thing I really wanted to sort of unpack with you, Vikram, is just overall migration strategies. What's the recommended approach that you have? What have you seen work really well in your experience? Traditionally, there are, you know, six different types of migration strategies, but let's talk about the most used migration strategies. Number one is rehosting, traditionally known as lift and shift. And uh, most IT teams find that the easiest way to adopt cloud services is by doing lift and shift. So you map all the instance types that you have on-prem, find similar type of instances within cloud and move your workload. Then comes refactoring, where you would be changing small components of your applications 
into cloud native services. A good example is, let's say you have an on-premise MySQL or SQL database, and you want to replace that with, uh, let's say, Amazon's Aurora DB. So that kind of refactoring helps you take advantage of the scalability and the agility of cloud while you continue to have certain aspects of your code base running in the cloud, along with just minor changes, essentially. The third one is replatforming. So that's where you're basically breaking your monolith applications into microservices. And what also ends up happening is it will just take a lot more time and resources in order to move to cloud. Awesome. Thank you. So Vikram, you and I have been working a lot on different types of content for Shifting Left. I know that you have some very awesome materials coming out with regard to the unwritten rules related to mastering the cloud. Just to sort of dig in and give the audience some perspective on what to expect from the build series, can you tell us a little bit about what is the Shifting Left build track? What will you be doing, you know, in terms of sharing helpful content related to APM, cloud, and beyond? With reference to shifting left build track, it's very personal to me because I have been a practitioner of monitoring solutions for the last 10 plus years. And as part of using these solutions, I always see there is a huge gap between what companies traditionally create a solution versus how customers use it today. And in fact, I've seen IT teams do really cool stuff with their monitoring solution. Could be as simple as using performance metrics to scale, or it could be as complex as performing a set of automated actions without having a human intervention as part of their sequence of steps in their monitoring journey. I wanted to bring these success stories from customers from the field. We talked about cake, so let's talk about the tiers of the cake. So we have the underlying infrastructure, then you have the web layer, or it could be a caching layer, and then you have the application layer, and then there is some sort of middleware, and then there is some database layer. So since we have so many layers, we are not even talking about network and security in this, because every single layer has some sort of impact on application performance, it is important to see the whole grand scheme of things. We are just making the software better and it just gets better day by day. Gone are the days where we used to do once every quarter feature releases. Now there are companies who do four to five feature releases per week, sometimes even per day. So it is important that we work in this agile fashion with the right set of visibility. So you're building and releasing features with confidence. Awesome. Love the cake analogy. Vikram, thank you so much for joining us today. We covered a lot. We talked about, you know, how almost 70% of IT budgets will be spent on the cloud this year in 2020. And you also brought up really important points about having to start with the right ingredients in order to, you know, have the cloud migration experience that makes the most sense for your business. The thing that I'm really interested in before we finish up today is there's a lot going on in the space. So I'm curious, what is like your one key prediction for the future of cloud? My prediction would be that companies will continue to adopt hybrid or multi-cloud so they are not locked into just one cloud vendor. So that number is going to scale exponentially. And that will also lead to having a more unified platform and not just necessarily looking at just cloud native services, but there are companies who are interested to monitor this hybrid or multi-cloud environments. So it, it cannot be just the cloud native 
monitoring solutions. It should be something that combines all the visibility that you're looking for from your on-prem or private cloud, combine them together and give a little bit of more business context because you need to know if my service A goes down, how that service A is going to impact my business is very important.